0: Welcome to today's devotion on life this side of heaven. The Word of God from Luke chapter 15, verses 1 to 2. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathering around to hear him. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law muttered, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. I, a poor, miserable sinner. With these words, we often confess our sins together at the beginning of our worship service in church. They're not very fashionable these days. Folks don't want to think of themselves as either poor or miserable, and they certainly don't want to think of themselves as sinful. So why would joyful worship begin with such stark and ominous words? In many cases, these words represent such a grim assessment that the confession of sins has either been muted to make it softer or dropped from worship entirely. But think about that for a moment. Jesus receives sinners. Luke tells us that the tax collectors and sinners were all gathering around to hear him. These were folks who were hated for helping the Romans, and the others with whom society held were too despicable to associate. In addition, this wasn't a one-time event, and it wasn't an accident. This was happening on an ongoing basis. Luke goes on to say, The Pharisees and the teachers of the law muttered, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. They were so disgusted that they grumbled about it out loud, hoping that others would join in their loathing of Jesus and those in his company. Jesus wasn't deaf, and he also wasn't dissuaded. This was why he came. And like Paul, this gives us great comfort. In 1 Timothy, Paul exclaimed, Here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst. That's an amazing statement. Paul doesn't say that Jesus came into the world to save people who are a little broken, but not half bad. Jesus didn't come for those who simply made poor choices, but are basically good people. No, Jesus came to save sinners, poor, miserable sinners. Folks like the tax collectors, individuals like Paul, people like you and me. You can be sure that in love, he called them to repentance and faith. Many years ago, an old pastor shared with me the story of an experience he had when preaching a sermon on this text. He described how good it is to know that God reaches out in love to sinners. Then he went on to note how everyone in attendance that morning was a sinner and in need of God's grace, including himself. After the service, he was shaking hands at the back of the church. One of the parishioners came up to him, shook his hand, and announced that this would be her last Sunday in attendance. She exclaimed, I can't belong to a church where the pastor is a sinner. I imagine that at some point, she must have either realized her mistake, or she spent the rest of her life searching for a church, one without sinners, in vain. Jesus didn't come to us once we cleaned ourselves up first. If that was the case, we would still be lost. But thankfully instead, as we hear in Romans, God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Here's why Jesus came, and as he would go on to tell them, For the Son of Man came to seek and to save what was lost. What a great joy it must have been for these folks who may have believed that they were so lost that they could never be forgiven, to hear our Savior's soothing words of absolution. And what a blessing that is also for you and me. Let us pray. I, a sinner, come to thee with penitent confession. Savior, mercy show to me grant for all my sin's remission. Let these words my soul relieve, Jesus' sinners doth receive. Amen. Thank you for joining us. If you're listening to us by podcast or on Alexa, we invite you to browse the resources that are available on our site at lifethissideofheaven.org. God bless you and have a great day.